We're back again at the Abilities Expo 2017 right here at the Grand Ballroom at the Crown Resort in Perth, Western Australia. Much to do, much to see and much to talk about. And I'm talking to Dr. Marita Faulkner, who is a researcher at the Curtin University Autism Research Group. Uh, welcome to the show, Marita. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, it's, um, it's always exciting to hear about new research programs and particularly in the field of autism, which has gained so much attention around the world. So tell us, where did this all begin with the research project? Oh, well, um, so the Autism Research Group is, is um, a big group and we do a lot of different projects. But one thing that's a bit different, uh, I think, from a lot of research that's done in autism is that we focus a lot on on adolescents and adults. And, and previously, most of the research in autism has been really focused on the young kids and, and how to work with, you know, diagnosis and such. So, so in this case, we're very lucky to be able to do things in for, for the more grown-ups. And what is it trying to accomplish? What are the outcomes that are being sought from this research project? Well, uh, because we, we also, a lot of us are associated with the Cooperative Research Center, which is actually the world's first uh, cooperative center uh, in autism, and it's a, an, an Australia-wide center. And we, uh, many of us are part of what we call Program 3 in this uh, cooperative uh, research center and we're focusing on adults and adolescents and a few projects that I think might be of interest is that we we just finished a project that that looks into how to help students to plan for leaving schools um, one of our our, um, researchers have developed an online program that helps students and parents to to plan for um, the process of leaving school uh, so that's really exciting. We just tested that uh, program in an Australia wild trial, and uh, it's quite promising results. Uh, parents and adolescents reported, or also as we measured, had um, higher self-efficacy and and um, felt that it was really helpful for them in starting and and continuing this process. And it. A lot of our projects also have a very strength-based focus, and that was what the, the um, students reported back, that they actually enjoyed working with this program because it didn't focus on the things that they had difficulties with, but it helped them to see their strength and their preferences and their interests. I love that whole idea because um, whilst you're managing the parts that are challenging to the person, the emphasis should be on developing the strengths that they have within their capacity. I completely agree and we, we, we really try to do that and I think uh, one thing that really helps us in this is that we, we aim to always create our, our research in collaboration with people on the spectrum and families. So we do have a lot of collaboration with the, the people with lived experience and their families in, in different stages of our projects as now, well. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think it's called the Step A program. 
Yes, part of it? it is uh, actually yes to complicate things. It was originally called Step A, <laughs> okay. but we had to change the the name because there was someone else in the U.S. who had kind of claimed that name. So it's it's actually now called the Boost A, which stands for Better Outcomes and Successful Transition for Autism. Fabulous! That's <laughs> a really good catchphrase. Boost. A yeah. program. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you talked about the people who are actually part of the, I suppose, respondent group, and you talked about students. Is there a reason why the focus is on students and then going upwards from there? Yeah, as, as I said, the majority of research in the autism field has focused on the very young population, and there is very little done in the in the adult adolescence and adult space and we, we really try to to fill some of that void um, but we also really try to do demand driven research so look at what are what, what are people actually asking for and so this transition planning project was was one that came out of, of um, demand that we that we heard of um, we have other projects for example driving uh, a lot of a lot of kids uh, on the spectrum really struggle to to get a driving license. So a very recently started project is looking into how can we help students or you know potential drivers to to learn how to drive, but also how can we educate the, the uh, driving instructors right. to to adapt their style to these. Um, drivers. Now, um, just going back to your point about working with students, adolescents and people who are growing up into young adults, it makes a lot of sense because that's exactly where everyone is headed. They start off as kids and they grow up into teenagers and they grow up into young adults. So if there is a gap to fill, which has not been previously filled, it must be those areas of teenagers and young adults. So congratulations on, on making that um, that connection. Now, I want to go on to the other question that I have for mm-hmm. you. Uh, it's called the Abilities Expo. How mm-hmm. do you think this project that um, you're involved in is going to help develop the abilities and the whole range of abilities that someone on the spectrum needs to have in order to live life to the full and operate at their maximum potential? Well, if we go back to the Boost A project, um, one of the things... And that we really tried to do was to start off the whole project with asking uh, young people on the spectrum and their parents about what what would really help them. And one thing that we know is to 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 be successful in transition planning, so planning for what to do after school, the student should be as active and engaged as possible. So that's something that we try to build into this program is is support for the student to 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 take to really be engaged and 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 maybe actually as a goal be in control of this process so so self-efficacy and self-esteem is something that we we try to enhance by the the different uh, components in this program and i think that's really really important and and actually one of the the results and uh, that we got back from the trial that we did was that uh, parents and students um, really felt that their, their self-efficacy in this area increased and also that 
for the students that the career awareness also increase, which I think is a really important part of being able to make decisions for their own future. That's great. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful setup for someone who may be on the spectrum. And uh, if you want to find out more, let's ask Marita, where should one go to find out a little bit more about this research project? Yeah, that's unfortunately a bit <laughs> embarrassing question because we we are working very hard to to get our websites up and running. But uh, people can always contact me at uh, Curtin University. So I don't know if it's worthwhile me. I mean, it it would be marita.folkmer at curtin.edu.au. But maybe they can contact this radio station for the correct uh, information as well. I don't know if that's possible. That is very possible. Um, so I want to thank you, Dr. Marita Faulkner from the Curtin University's Autism Research Group for popping in to sit down and chat with us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. This is Visibility Radio and we'll come back to you later on with another guest and speak soon.